Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back and welcome to episode two, all about aesthetics. Now, this is an episode that I've been wanting to create for such a long time now, and I've kind of hinted at it in different videos and spoken about it on other people's podcasts when I've guested on there. But um, this is an episode that I'm so excited to record and I'm so excited to hear your opinions on too. Um, I'll be putting up loads of posts on the Instagram this week. So go check it out. Let's get involved. DM me what you think of this episode and your opinions, if they differ from mine, if they're the same. Let's just let's make it a conversation. This episode overarches the themes of trends online. So the that girl trend or the glow up sort of trend on YouTube. The aesthetic privilege is something that I really want to focus on in this episode. I haven't heard anybody talk much about this, but I think it's such an important topic. And I think it's something that needs to be brought into the light of the social media space. So that is something I want to chat to you all about and I also want to chat to you about whether being aesthetic is being authentic or whether it's just faking it that's a big question um so before I get into the episode let's do my gratitudes for the week so this past week has been crazy a lot has gone on so obviously I launched the podcast on Tuesday um I've been filming I've been doing a bunch of like youtube stuff um I've also got my hamster oh yes hi Derek he's settling in which is so exciting to me because for like a few days he was really really unsettled and I felt awful I was like do I have to take him back like I feel really bad but now he's like properly settled and yeah I feel very happy about it he's letting me pet him he's letting me hold him so it's going well it's going well um so yeah we love Derek (laughs) um what a legend anyway um so yeah a lot has gone on this week I've moved into the house with my friends so here I am I hope this room isn't too echoey it is a decently sized room so let me know how the audio sounds compared to what I did before because I could always go home to record or find just a quieter space to record in so just let me know and I will go with whatever sounds best for you guys Um, I'm hoping it should be fine I know there's a slight hum in this room just because I'm downstairs so there's obviously electricals here but I'm hoping that you can't hear them because of the little like background cafe noises. So me and one of my friends moved in on Friday. So we had Friday and Saturday together. So we just spent a lot of time together. We were organizing our rooms and doing like 
you know, we cooked together on Friday and different things like that. And it was a really, really great couple of days. So I really enjoyed that. And then one of my other housemates moved in yesterday, which was really nice. And, you know, same goes there. It was really nice to have a bit more of like comfortable chat. Like I feel like when you live with someone, it's completely different. Like we were just having a laugh. It was great. Um, We watched loads of films yesterday and just had a really great chilled Sunday, which honestly I haven't done in a while um I'm getting better as to how many hours I'm working I'm trying not to work all evening I'm trying to just be sensible about how much I'm working so my gratitudes really for the week are just settling um I obviously moved home I moved and now I'm here um and it's nice to get into a routine. I've been eating really healthy. Go me. Um, and like I've just been looking after myself. And I think that is like I always just feel good when I actually look after myself. When I look after myself physically and mentally. And you know I am cooking a chili later. Which I'm very excited for. Bit of meal prepping going on. Who is she? Um, but yeah I think you know feeling independent again is a huge one and it's amazing you know my mum came around today which was amazing really had a great time we just sat had a coffee had a chat um but I do love having my own space and being independent um I think I need that especially with the kind of work I do as well so yeah it's been really nice to settle into this new routine in a new place and you know I've been going to gym classes this is very much a highlight reel there have obviously been times where I'm like oh this is scary (laughs) um but overall I've had a really positive few days so that is good that is good that's what we like to hear So I'm not going to chat for too much longer because I've got so much to talk about in today's episode and I want to get into it. I'm so excited to talk about this. I planned it out this morning. I was recording it for my vlog and I've just been wanting to record it ever since I planned it this morning. And maybe I should have just recorded it earlier. However, um, I love like sort of a chill environment for when I'm recording. Like right now it's sort of towards the end of my day. Like I've only got this and then editing it to do tonight and yeah I'm just I prefer recording in sort of the evening time so we will see whether that changes or not but um yeah I'm I'm so excited about this episode so let's get straight into it okay so I'm going to begin with the definition of what aesthetic means so what actually are aesthetics so In the dictionary, it says aesthetics or aesthetics is a branch of philosophy that deals with the nature of beauty and taste as well as the philosophy of art. It examines subjective and sensory emotional values or sometimes called judgments of sentiment and taste. So that's a bit complicated. That's that's written quite complicated. So to put it a little bit more simple, um, aesthetics relate to the enjoyment of beauty um, and it's a term for highly stylized visual trends as well and that's what it's come into the past couple of years so the aesthetics I'm talking about today are more so related to social media and the use of them online Um, there are aesthetics in every single sort of work career if you like Um, so like graphic design you know there's certain aesthetics in graphic design that are there for a reason for a purpose you know um to convey a certain message or to convey a certain emotion and in some ways yes social media does that as well however you know I'm just going into a bit in a bit more into the like psychology of it all so yeah I hope you enjoy um and let's go let's go let's go 
Okay, so first up, um, I want to ask you all a question. And this is really important. It's a really important question. So, who would you be if social media wasn't around? Do you reckon it would be a better version of you or maybe someone who doesn't have as much knowledge or maybe doesn't know as much about the world? What is what is your view on that? Do you go, oh my God, I imagine a life without social media, that would be dreamy. Or do you go, oh my gosh, no. Social media has had such a positive effect on me. Um, now, I think recently for me, I have really made the effort to consciously look into what I'm consuming. You know, am I consuming content that adds something to my life or am I consuming content that just wastes my time? You know, I've unsubscribed from so many people the past couple months because I see their content and I'm like, that's just not the vibes I want in my life. That's just not the energy I want to consume. And that's okay. Um, You know, this episode really, really talks a lot about whether being online is a good thing is it a good thing I don't know because it's different for everybody and I can't speak for the whole world however for me it's been great career-wise yes personally and mental health wise no (laughs) um because when you put yourself online there's a lot of things that come back as well and I've found that pretty challenging over the past few years and I'm sort of coming out of that now I feel like I'm sort of like "Eh, okay people can have their opinions you know but I didn't always feel that way (laughs) um but I think in this episode I want to chat a lot about truth about honesty because online there is so much false energy there is so much of people faking things just for you know a like or for recognition or you know all this bunch of stuff off of people that really like shouldn't have an impact on their life um you know celebrities yeah I think a lot of the time they post uh, management telling you to stay on social media to stay in with the kids um but I think most of the time with influencers I feel bad looking at influencers' pages. I feel bad, you know? There's some influencers who make me feel amazing. You know, I look at their page and I'm like, wow, that's cool. So, for example, I'll mention a couple of people that I really think have amazing Instagram profiles. So, and Jada Jade, classic. (laughs) What a legend. Um, Her Instagram is just full of positivity. It's full of just truth. And I really appreciate that. Um, I also love Meg Hughes's Instagram. Again, amazing content. Constellate's Instagram is really great. So this is my friend Louise. She is amazing. Um, Her content is incredible. And those three people, amongst many others as well, uh, always make me feel like I don't feel bad coming away from seeing their content. I don't think, oh, I should be doing more. I should be going out and seeing people and doing this and all this stuff. Because their pages are real like there's not something on their page where like I know obviously obviously every social media is created you know we can we can be as honest as we want to but if if it's not what we want to post we can edit it out but I feel like these three individuals specifically 
always have sort of two perspectives on it they have like the influencer side but they also have the personal side and I really appreciate that when I follow people I look for the personal side because I want to relate to the person I want to like relate to them personally not just see their content and be like wow that's amazing wow they're so pretty wow they're this because sometimes seeing that kind of stuff makes your life seem less than and that is the kind of influence that I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to be someone that you look at and you go but like why why does she look this way or why does she do this and maybe I should be doing that maybe I should be doing that because everybody's journey is unique everyone's journey is unique and that's the thing that I always tell myself because I think it's so easy sometimes to just be like I'm not doing enough when you are um it's just because you're comparing yourself to someone who has a huge team of people behind them so just keep your eyes keep your eyes open and keep your mind towards is this real is this actually real like look at a post and be like is this real you know like i've been doing a ton of instagram reels recently um but there's such a small percentage of my day um and you know there's there's only so much you can show online uh you know you can't be fully transparent otherwise that would invade your privacy however um you know it's there's a balance i think and i think you've got to be honest with your audience otherwise they're not going to trust you you know you if you constantly just post your highlight reels yes it might get you followers yes it might get you recognition but what what are you doing to get that you're like pretending that your life is this perfect thing and you're editing it to curate it which is making you feel like your actual life isn't good so really is that productive you know these are the kind of conversations i want to have because i think it's so important and there are some people online that i think you know talk about it so well i've seen alicia marie talk about it i've seen a bunch of people talk about the effects of social media and the sort of implications of creating a certain type of content and trying to appeal to a certain type of audience and sometimes you just need to be yourself you know would emma chamberlain be where she would be if she just pretended her life was perfect probably not because what people love about her is her authenticity and her honesty and I think that is what we should be looking at more when we're creating. We need to think, do I, do I need to get this perfect angle? No. Because chances are not everybody's looking at that perfect angle. You know, I'll talk more about like obviously aesthetics and everything in a, in a second. But while we're on the topic of social media, I now have come to know that Instagram are not a photo app. They're a video app. I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing now the reason i say this is because for me i love creating reels but i also love posting photos however the reels are definitely more honest than the photos not always but sometimes they are and i think encouraging video content is actually in some ways a good thing because it means that people aren't just looking at this curated feed of photos and going wow this is just beautiful people are thinking you know there's more behind this and i think i've seen a lot of creators show their sort of creative process you know edit with me uh take photos with me sort of thing and actually i think that content is more valuable 
I do. I do think it's more valuable. And I think, you know, balance is balance. And I think they should still be showing photo content um, on people's feeds because that's what people initially signed up to Instagram for. There's a lot of people who are mad about this. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not best pleased. But I do think in a way, it's a step forward. In a way, it's encouraging people to step out of their comfort zone and going, why don't you create a video instead? Because you can't edit your appearance that much on a video without a ton of hours put into it. Authenticity, my friends. You know, I actually think it's very important. And I think we're just going to have to see how it goes. But I think it's it's cool. I think it's cool. <laughs> okay, next question that I have for you is... Is social media a form of therapy? Now, this might sound a bit silly. And this might sound a bit like, no, of course it isn't. But when you think about it, when, when do you go on social media? When do you put the effort into going, oh, do you know, I'm going to check what this person's up to today. Or, you know, I'm going to check, see what, what's on the stories or what's on the feed. Do you do that? Do you just go on to post? Or do you go on when you're maybe not feeling the best, when you're in an awkward situation and you need to scroll through something, when you're feeling anxious? Are those the times that you go onto social media? Because if they are, technically, it's becoming something that you turn to in a moment of struggle. Which, is it supposed to be like that? Arguably, from documentaries like, you know the one on Netflix, yes, uh, like documentaries like that prove that there are algorithms that make you want to stay, but that's business. Do we use social media in a way that actually hinders our mental health? Like, do we, do we think that it's helping us when actually it's making us worse? And this was a, a topic and a question that came to my mind after listening to an Emma Chamberlain podcast episode. So her podcast is Anything Goes. And the episode that I listened to was the one where she talked about not being on TikTok. And I also listened to the one where she talked about the Instagram illusion. Now, I would highly recommend that you go and listen to these episodes. I will link them in the show notes of this episode. But it really sparked a lot in my head to go, am I using this correctly? Am I using this as a creative outlet like I claim to be using it as? Or am I using it as a form of therapy? As a form of getting out of an awkward situation? As a form of, oh, I don't feel too great this evening, but like I can't be bothered to put the effort into reading or you know, into something that would really give me something back. So... I'll just scroll through my Instagram feed and, you know, maybe see some stuff that makes me feel bad about myself. Is it counterproductive? I guess is my main question here. Um, and I'd literally love to hear your opinions on this. So message me on Instagram, comment on the Instagram post that will be up when you listen to this. Because perspective to me is so important. And I want to know the different size, whether you agree, whether you disagree, which is absolutely fine if you disagree. By the way, there's no right answer to this. Um, because everybody's lifestyle and everybody's social media usage is completely different. But let me know what you think. Let me know when you use social media. Do you use it at certain points during the day? Do you use it when you feel a certain way? 
Interesting, huh? <laughs> I'm going to take a little break within this episode, a little break within the uh, sort of like deep conversation to uh, tell you what coffee I'm drinking today. <laughs> now, some of you might be thinking, oh, get on with it. Get on with the episode. You know, I don't want to know. I don't want don't want to know. Well, you're going to know. Sorry. Um, I currently have a cappuccino. I use one of the Law espresso pods that goes in the um, Nespresso machine. It's amazing. It is incredible. I think it's the Strength 7 one. Not sure what it's called, but it is incredible. And I'm about to have a sip now. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Thank you. Um, I feel very grateful to have this coffee right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> if you are on social media, if you're on Instagram, um, take a photo of what you're doing right now and um, tag me. Tag the podcast. I want to know what you're doing while you're listening to this because so many people listen to these episodes and I always wonder, I'm like, I wonder when somebody chose to listen to my podcast. Like, do you choose to listen to my podcast when you need to relax? Do you choose to listen to it when you need to be motivated? Or does it depend on the episode? Does it depend on whether you're going out for a walk? Do you listen to it on a walk or when you're working, when you're studying? I just, I'm so intrigued. So share it if you'd like to that would mean a lot to me and also i i want to know i'm interested i want to know what what my podcast what role my podcast plays in your day okay now we are in the bulk of the episode now so this is the main topic that i wanted to talk about and this is aesthetic privilege Mm-hmm. there is a thing called aesthetic privilege now i don't know whether it's called aesthetic privilege or whether i just made that up however in my head it's called aesthetic privilege so my question is does being quote-unquote aesthetic make you more popular and does it make you popular for a short amount of time until the trends change until the aesthetics change or does it create a long-lasting community would being authentic be more helpful to you than being aesthetic or can we mix the two you know something that i noticed sort of over the past couple months is the privilege of money in the youtube space now hear me out if you are making content and you have the privilege of good lighting, good equipment, and also just a generally decent lifestyle, most times out of 10, you will do better than somebody who doesn't. And that is the hard reality of YouTube, I think, because people expect you to have so much money because the people who are big on YouTube like to show it off. Personally, for me, I have a lot of opinions on people showing off stuff when their sort of audience have got them to that place. I have a lot of opinions on that. And if you'd like me to do a whole episode on that, I will. <laughs> um, but if you have the privilege of money, you have the privilege of aesthetics. You have the privilege to buy a house in a nice area that has nice lighting where you feel safe. Does it make you more popular if you're aesthetic? Because... When you when you think about it, right, you think about the top creators, so you think of people like 
Emma Chamberlain, Cody Ko, you know, the aesthetics of the videos are quite chilled. Those videos, I don't feel, are curated for aesthetic purposes. I feel like those videos are created from authentic places. I watch Emma Chamberlain's video every single time she releases one because honestly, I I enjoy her personality. I also enjoy the way that she speaks about mental health. And she's very aware of issues in the world. There are some people online that have these privileges that say Emma Chamberlain does, but instead of maybe creating content that appeals to their audience and actually the audience can relate to they then make that shift once they make money i think money is a big impact in so many industries but i think especially in the creative space and in social media it is a huge huge factor in how successful you are if i lived in a huge house with huge windows and i was able to travel all the time i was able to go to the gym every day i was able to have a pt you know have expensive equipment be able to afford to buy loads of new clothes and products to show you get sent pr more people would watch right they would because that content is more interesting now this is my question to you because what is interesting if the only content that blows up is something that's had a lot of money go into it? Is it the content? Is it the influencer? Or is it actually just the money? It's one of those things that it's very hard to put your finger on. And it's incredibly hard to think about it in a different light. Now, I am somebody who I think about something, I go, wait, hold up how would this person feel about how would that person feel about it because I care I care about the opinions I put out online I care about how people will take those opinions because I I genuinely care for every single person that listens to this podcast that watches my YouTube I talk to people all the time in my DMs you know and I love it I absolutely love it I love the connecting with people some influences like the money I'm going to be plain honest with you some do because being an influencer and being a creative online are two separate things this is something again that I'm going to do a whole a separate episode on because there's so much I want to say about sort of the influencer industry and a bunch of other stuff so I'll probably do like a like Q&A sort of vibe um, episode on that you know there are two separate sides to YouTube there are the people that want to do it and want to show who they are and want people to enjoy their personality and their content and their art and then there's people who just post for the sake of getting money for it and it makes me really sad because that's not what the platform was marketed as the platforms marketed as a place for creatives to come and share whatever they want and you know everybody's gonna love it everybody's are they or are they only gonna love it if they have the money influencers if you're listening to this right now would you still be doing what you're doing if no money was involved i understand doing it less if you've got a separate job etc etc but would you stop would you stop that 
communication with your audience or not. And I want you to really think about it. I don't want you to just go, no, I wouldn't. Of course I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Think about it. I don't know whether half the influencers that I follow or engage with would. And it's such a shame because this this industry has some incredible creators. Incredible creators. You know, there are some people's Instagrams, Reels, YouTubes, TikToks. I absolutely adore some of the work people put out. And that's not me being like, oh, yay, look at me loving everybody's work. But it's me going, there are creators on this platform that are creating such important work, such amazing, incredible work. Why are we not supporting them? Why are we putting our energy into people that are showing off their 10 Gucci bags? Why? Literally, why? I know it's interesting. I know it's interesting to see how the other half live who have like millions. But why? Why is it interesting? Because all we do is come away from that going, well, I could never afford that. Or, you know, you know, I could afford it, but I wouldn't be able to live in the house I'm living in if I could. I just think you do have to ask yourself these questions sometimes, especially if you're a creator. I think it's so important to stay present and stay with your audience and think, what do my audience actually want from me? You know, what do my audience want from me? Do they want these incredibly edited videos that are really hard to edit and, you know, take hours and hours and hours and you'd literally just, it, it's just the perfect parts. Or do they just want someone to put on? Put, just someone to put on their laptop to feel content with watching their videos for a bit of entertainment, to relate, to have a laugh. Because chances are it's the second one. Now, I'm going to talk about aesthetics um, a bit more now because this was sort of the main topic of the episode. Aesthetics, I think, can be used to express creativity. You know, my videos have a certain aesthetic to them. Um, so the color grading is my main thing. But I almost treat that as art and not as an aesthetic as such because the way that I see aesthetics is almost a trend you know you see you see trends on TikTok on YouTube and they last for a little bit and then they get old somebody exposes something then the end etc etc there are certain aesthetics that just don't leave you know cinematic aesthetics however um what what is cinematic what is aesthetic you know the amount of times i get a comment that this video is so aesthetic but what about it is aesthetic to you is it the fact that i've edited it perfectly and my life looks dreamy or is it the art that i put into it do you know what i mean um so i think sometimes creators feel like they have to have aesthetic visuals they don't there are many creators that i follow that have literally so such simple visuals they don't change throughout the video they don't have montages you know all this and that but their videos are just as interesting maybe even more interesting you know <laughs> i enjoy those videos so much 
There are certain people that have very specific aesthetics. So, for example, Lin Trung on YouTube has a very specific aesthetic. By the way, I absolutely love it. Now, her aesthetic is amazing. And so is, say, Best Dressed, you know? Thinking of those creators, if you watch one of those videos without them in it, if it was just a video without them in it, you'd know it was their videos from the colour grading, from the animations, from, you know, the editing. Because they've got a certain aesthetic. But is that aesthetic branding? Or is it a trending aesthetic? Because for me... I used to create certain types of videos, certain types of color grading, certain types of edits, and I've seen those become trends. You know, I've seen certain fonts become trends. I've seen certain compositions in a frame become trends. I've seen music and everything come and go for four years now. And sometimes you just think, like, what, what is my aesthetic, you know? Because I know that my videos have a certain aesthetic to them. And I know it's because of the hard work I put into my colour grading. But equally, the filming has a part in that, and so do I. But does authenticity line up with that aesthetic? Or does that go against the aesthetic? Because aesthetic's perfect, right? If somebody, say, made a, a reel on a day in their life in London, for example, there's a lot of them who have, like, I don't know, it's like a second clip and there's like 40 of them and the ones that go down, that one, yeah, <laughs> you've seen them, I'm sure. Now, those kind of videos, those kind of reels, right, they paint out like they've had a perfect day. What would happen if, if one of those frames was them crying? Would that still be aesthetic? Or would there be a comment saying, even your, even your crying is aesthetic, you know? This is what I want people to think about because sometimes being saying that my videos are aesthetic is an amazing compliment and I appreciate it so much. But to me, it always brings up a question in my head of if they're too aesthetic, are they authentic? Can we actually mix them together or does being authentic disrupt the aesthetics? Now, I know I've been using these words all over the place throughout this episode so you're probably like what even does aesthetic mean anymore um but it's such an important topic to think about you know because if you create constant aesthetic content with perfect editing and perfect sounds and amazing like you know visuals are you being authentic like if i uploaded my video without a color grade it would still be a good video but it wouldn't be it wouldn't necessarily be aesthetic and it would seem more authentic because the colors would be more natural and you know then the audience can relate to it more like emma chamberlain's videos look at her color grading it is incredibly natural right now that fits her brand because she is an incredibly natural person, she's really open, and she has a podcast where she's really authentic, and it links, right? But if you watch an artist whose work you admire, you see it, and you're like, wow, that is a work of art every single time they upload a video with amazing colour grading, animations, etc., etc., 
And maybe they didn't one time. Maybe they did upload a video that's similar to Ember Chamberlain's. You'd then be like, oh, well, what happened? Right? You wouldn't be like, oh, they're being really authentic now. You'd be like, well, it's not aesthetic anymore. What's going on? I feel like I've been going in circles this entire episode, so I'm really sorry, but I hope that you've got something from it. Um, you know, authenticity for me is so important online and influencers, creators, if you're listening to this, please just be honest. Please be honest. And I'm not telling you to go and, you know, reveal what you say in your therapy sessions to your audience online. All I'm saying is don't make your life out to be this perfect thing because nobody's life is like that nobody's life is like that at all and sometimes all it takes for someone to feel like they're represented like they can relate to somebody is that slight bit of authenticity i think i'm going to end the episode here because i've gone on for a long time and i think i've said aesthetic and authenticity about 700 times in this episode so i apologize However, I thought this was an interesting one to start on. Now, this is sort of more of a question. Now, there's going to be certain certain episodes that are a bit more focused on things that I can bring in from my actual personal life and from my work. So, you know, next week's episode, which is pretty cool, um, is called Am I Actually Productive? Am I? Am I Actually Productive? Okay, I'll leave you hanging on that one. So I hope you are excited for next week's episode. And thank you again for listening. Um, As always, I really do appreciate it. And I hope that you have loved this episode. I hope it's made you question something. I hope it's made you go, actually, what am I going to do differently about my videos now or about my content now or about my Instagram stories to say that I'm not this perfect human being? Maybe that's not the content that is going to give me something and give me the energy that I need. You know, it's so important and trends online are ever-changing. The That Girl trend, I'm probably going to do a whole episode on that. I realise I didn't even talk about that this episode. Anyway, thank you as always for listening to today's episode of the Grow and Grind podcast. This episode was mainly focused on mental health and social media and just thinking about your creative work thinking about what you're consuming and where your energy is going now next week's episode is going to be focused more on productivity and talking about tips for that too i'm also going to be talking about honestly the lies i've told online yeah and maybe what i wish i'd done differently in the productivity and motivation study space you know (laughs) Okay, right, I'm going to head off now. Thank you very much for listening. Go follow the podcast Instagram, leave a review on iTunes, and I will see you next week for another episode. Bye, guys. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.